Hello and welcome to the Family Leaders Capital Connection where we're talking about Iowa and national politics from a Christian perspective. My name is Daniel Sonny. I'm Director of Policy here for the Family Leader. With me is Chuck Hurley, Vice President and Chief Counsel. Chuck, what a week, what a major bill signing Thursday afternoon. Um, it was really a celebration. Uh, we yeah. had, I don't know, over 100 people in the rotunda, I think, uh, many of whom are moms of uh, school children. But primarily, these were young ladies who are participating in sports in high school mainly. But I, so This was Governor yeah. Reynolds signing the Save Girls Sports Bill Thursday afternoon. It, it passed the House last week, if you'll recall. It passed the Senate uh, Wednesday um, late afternoon, 31 to 17 as a party line vote. And then Thursday at noon, which is very quick, Thursday at noon, yeah. Governor Reynolds was in the rotunda signing. Well, Governor Reynolds was in her sweet spot. She mm -hmm. had mentioned uh, last year on national TV that she mm -hmm. wanted to sign a Save Girls Sports Bill. Um, Daniel did a ton of work on it. Our organization, several other groups and individuals were uh, involved in getting the language right because this is a tricky area in the courts. And so we think we got the language right. Um, we had a lot of... Um, I guess, satisfaction in getting this uh, ball into the end zone. And, and really thankful to a lot of, of you who worked on this bill, uh, especially Ainsley Erzin, um, who testified in subcommittees. Her sister, Tessa, testified in subcommittees. Uh, several other of their friends mm -hmm. were there, other athletes, uh, a 12-year-old girl from, from Boone who is a wrestler testified. We're really thankful for what this bill does in protecting uh, girls, protecting women's sports by ensuring males are not competing in women's sports. It, it's a simple concept, and as Governor Reynolds and many others have said, it's too bad that we even have to pass a law. It's common sense, but because common sense has taken a backseat in some places, um, biological males are taking awards and scholarships and so on away from girls who, who really have worked. I, I, I'm going to get personal here. I have six daughters, five of whom participated in a lot of sports, one of whom won three national championships here in Iowa in basketball at Northwestern in Orange City and was the top player in the country. And yet I beat her playing one-on-one -on -one as an old guy. So there's an unfair height advantage uh, strength advantage, speed advantage, lung capacity advantage, all those advantages that males have. It's just stupid to think that we would let males compete against girls. And so this was a in, common in, sense in bill. In female sports. I want to say this was especially exciting for me because I've never been to a bill signing in the rotunda before. So this was my first. Yeah. Uh, it was a big crowd. Usually they're in the governor's formal office, but because there were so many supporters there, Wouldn't she wanted fit. to do it. Exactly. That's she wanted right. to do it in a bigger space. And what a week for Governor Reynolds, Chuck. Yes. Our governor um, gave the rebuttal to President Biden in his condition of the state address on Tuesday night, and by all accounts, she did a fabulous job. She is very articulate, um, but she's not snarky. She's very strong um, and gave many reasons why her brand of, I would say, Christian values, but she said, you know, conservative or Republican values are really winning the day around the country. But in Washington, D.C., they've been shunted aside, and so we're in trouble at a national level, but we're doing great in certain uh, in her words, Republican-led states, I would say these are values that have worked for 6,000 years, and it's just, again, common sense. 
And so our governor did a fabulous job of articulating that. She raised her national profile very high. Uh, there are people who are very smart who are talking about her being a national leader someday, like a vice president or a president. Uh, we are so blessed to have our governor in this state. She does uh, confess Jesus as her savior. She works hard, uh, but she's exceptionally gracious. She is, she is not a mean person. There's no, there's no uh, hostility when she speaks her mind. She speaks it with grace and truth. She's a good combination. Yeah. So we're, we're thankful to have her here, and, and we were th especially thankful for her work on Safe Girl Sports. Yes. And, and we should thank a couple others, actually, while I'm thinking about it. Uh, Representative Skyler Wheeler, who floor-managed the bill. Mm -hmm. uh, Representative Henry Stone, who did a lot of work on the bill and was a sponsor. Mm -hmm. And Senator uh, Tim Goodwin, yes. who, who floor-managed it in the Senate. And, and the legislative leaders, the Speaker, the Majority Leaders, uh, the President of the Senate, they were all instrumental in getting this moving quickly and well. And th this uh, bill had a lot of static in the press. That's, that's exactly right. And so, so they, they were um, very helpful in getting this thing, uh, getting this ball into the end zone. We did have some bad news this week, though. We had a uh, gambling expansion, gambling omnibus bill that passed through the House on Wednesday, I believe. That bill... Uh, it passed 71-28, which is very disappointing. It did not have enough Republicans to pass on its own. It was a rare situation mm -hmm. where leadership was willing to bring up a bill without having enough Republican votes to pass it. it needed mm -hmm. a few Democrats. Mm -hmm. It's uh, We've talked about it before on here. We're concerned about this bill because of how it would legalize paying at casino tables with your phone, which would allow a gambling addict to potentially drain their whole bank account without ever standing up from the table. So it, there's there's some questions of, of what the intent of is in the bill, but the protections that legislators are being promised are just not in the bill. Mm -hmm. and, and it would also, as you know, Chuck, legalize gambling on video games, which we're concerned about as it targets a younger demographic. Well, I think it bears repeating that our ministry doesn't agree with the fundamental premises of gambling. And I also think we're concerned <clears throat> about... Uh, a potentially predatory industry, oh, and, definitely. And, and people who are addicted, who are who are uh, unable to break that addiction. We did have some other good news, though. Mm -hmm. We had mm -hmm. some other good bills that passed. We had two bills that made it all the way through the legislature, House and Senate, and are waiting for the governor's signature. Both of those bills dealt with Israel. Mm -hmm. Actually, we had one bill on anti-Semitism, one bill on companies that are trying to boycott Israel. Uh, that second bill removed those companies from, uh, Iowa is no longer going to invest in those mm -hmm. companies through pension funds and other things. Mm -hmm. So those were two important bills. We're encouraged to see them. And, and both of those had good bipartisan support. You know, you know so far Israel is still uh, regarded highly by the United States. It's one of our best allies in, the, in that really cauldron of the Middle East. And so, yeah, it was very gratifying to see us stand with our uh, partner, Israel. The last bill that passed that we were in support of this week, Chuck, was the safe haven law. Mm -hmm. Every state has a safe haven law, and the, the intention of those is there used to be, and, and sometimes there still is, problems with infanticide, where a woman is so desperate mm -hmm. that she kills her newborn child. Mm -hmm. And the intention of these laws is to give a woman someplace to go, mm -hmm. uh, bring the baby to a hospital, and, and we can we can place that child up for adoption. And right. so what this law did was it expanded that period. It was it had 
a lot of bipartisan support. We're, we're a pro-life organization, and this, these laws around the country have saved, I think, thousands of lives over the decades that they've been in place. And so we are happy to support uh, an, an increase in the chance that more babies can be saved. Exactly right. One last thing I think we need to say is we have, there is a school choice rally coming up mm -hmm. Tuesday, Tuesday the 8th. Uh, Chuck, can you tell us a little bit more about that rally? Sure. There's a number of groups um, and hundreds or thousands of individuals who believe very strongly that parents should have more choices for their child's education. And so most of those groups and many of those individuals will be coming to the state capitol this next Tuesday, March 8th. Um, I believe the first group is planning to start at 10 a.m. Then at noon, there's probably going to be a subcommittee on the school choice bill in the House. And so we would encourage you, if you have the time, to come to the capitol because um, legislators may not always be able to do everything, but they can all count. And so numbers matter. So come and, and join. And then we will be there if you want to talk to a key legislator or two or three. We can show you how to do that. We can help you. Citizen lobbying can be extraordinarily influential. And there is a subcommittee scheduled for, I believe, noon, noon. At, on Tuesday on the student for scholarships. So we will be there testifying at that. The yep. rally also starts at noon, I think, in the rotunda. Uh, we look forward to seeing you there. Thank you all for joining us this week. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you would like to learn more about The Family Leader, please visit thefamilyleader.com. If you'd like to follow our work at the Capitol, you can subscribe to our legislative updates. The link is in the description. If you'd like to connect with us, you can contact us at info at thefamilyleader.com or connect with us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thank you all for listening. We will see you next week. This podcast is a project of the Family Leader and the Family Leader Foundation and is only possible through the generous support of our donors. If you would like to partner with us in our work, please visit thefamilyleader.com slash donate.